Hey guys, yeah, sorry for the restart and all that. Um, had to, had a lot of um, issues going on, basically. Um, but anyway, I want to come on here. You obviously see what the title of the video is. And yes, we are here to talk about something that I discussed in my Topics on My Mind, my 4th of July edition of Topics on My Mind, uh, this past weekend, or this past Saturday. Uh, but yeah, the word is, or the word going around, is sal is um, ever since the announcement was made by Sega uh, that and uh, IDW that the IDW exclusive characters for the IDW Sonic comics, Tangle, uh, Tangle the Lemur, and Whisper the Fox, uh, were coming to the mobile spin-off games, Sonic Dash and Sonic Forces Speed Battle, a lot of fans, longtime fans, and even probably some newer fans, have been jumping onto, or have been, um, how do I put this? They've not been jumping on, but they've created and in the process have, have jumped on to what's known as the hashtag Rally for Sally which is trending on social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, wherever it is trending. As a matter of fact, if you go into the search bar on Twitter in the upper right-hand corner and you type in rally for Sally or rally at all, one of the first um, hashtags you'll see is rally for Sally. And this kind of surprised me a little bit because you know, I've been a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog for a long time. I mean, obviously, you see in the background, these are um, collage posters that were pieced together. Each of these posters here are, are they're basically a collage poster. Each of them represents a cover of the uh, story arc that they were dealing with. Like, this was um, Sonic 53, 54, 55, and 56. And then, of course, this was um, Sonic uh, 84, 85, 86, and uh, 87. Actually, that's not, well, not individually, but 253, 254, 255, 256. And um, here you had um, 284, 285, 286, 287. Oh, wait a minute. It was, uh, yeah, it was 50. 54, 54, 55, 56. Yeah, it was what it was. It was 54, it was 53, 54, 55, 56, and 57. Kind of similar to each other. But both were but bo both these posters on the on the front here represent uh our collage posters of those covers for those story arcs. But I've been a fan of the story of Sonic, like I said, a lot longer than that. And, and you know, so to me, this was kind of a surprise because recently I had downloaded um, the Sally, the most recent uh, Sally hacks, if you will, and Bunny Rabbit hacks, uh, mods, if you will, that people did for the first two Sonic games, the original first two Sonic games on the Genesis. 
that I can now play on my mobile device and hopefully I can play on to play on my television down the line. But I downloaded them and I've actually gotten a kick out of them and I've actually enjoyed playing them, especially since I got the 8-bit duo uh, Genesis controller, the six-button Genesis controller uh, by 8-bit duo. And I've, and I've enjoyed um, playing, playing as the characters on there. And as I've said before, I actually did a review video on both of these. Uh, they feel, the, when you play them, they feel like they naturally fit in. Like there's nothing, like, you know, there's no, you know, changes. I mean, because the only change you really get is the characters themselves. There's no other uh, changes be besides that. There's no changes of, you know, uh, you know, of, you know, uh, of enemies, of background or anything. They feel like they naturally belong um, in these settings. And that's kind of cool. So, yeah, it, it's really, it's really cool to, to finally have these games and, like I say, to finally, you know, to finally have, oh, finally play, you know, characters like Sally and Bunny in the original Sonic games. But I know, as well as anybody else does, that they're not official characters. They were never official characters in the games, that the only time... We ever had Sally and Bunny, most you know, in an official Sonic game was in the was when they were rescued along with Tails and Rotor um, in the Sonic Spinball bonus stage after the first level. That was the uh, that was the only time, and and so you know I can I can kind of understand how a lot of people feel about seeing characters from the IDW book that were made exclusively, as far as I know, for the IDW book, suddenly um, in, the, uh, in the video games. Like, you know, okay, you know, why are they in the games? But, you know, Sally and, and the other characters that were originally with Sonic almost since the beginning, you know, why aren't they in the games? You know, what's going on? What's, you know, what's the deal? And... I don't think you can honestly blame anybody for for feeling that way because it's like, wait a minute, you know, why are these characters that were exclusively made for the games, you know, why are they in, not games, but for the comics, for the IDW comics, why are they in the games? So I think that's why, I think honestly, you know, that's why you have fans doing this whole hashtag rally for Sally deal because... There's a lot of fans long time and new that feel that if there's any real character that deserves any Sonic character of any kind that deserves to finally debut in a video game officially as a playable character, doesn't matter if it's, you know, on a Sega game that's going to different ports like Xbox, PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, whatever, or mobile, that if there's any character out there that deserves to make a video game debut finally as a playable character it's it's sally because you know she she her history is more along the lines of a character that depending on who wrote her in the comics you know you kind of you kind of either love to hate or hate to love but most of the time fans loved her they they got behind her because what they saw 
in the comics with her character, as well as in the cartoon, is they saw somebody that was the perfect foil for Sonic. Like someone that would basically not, you know, take a lot of his BS. You know, she'd be the perfect foil for him. She'd know how to, you know, like he, if he would say something or do something, she'd find a good counter uh, to go against him with. And, or she'd find a good counter to, you know, to get back at him with. Like she'd find a good, you know, something to say that, you know, honestly, um, that honestly, you know, you could say, oh, well, you know, that, that makes sense. Oh, that made, oh, that made sense. Oh, that was a good counter. Like you'd be like, aha, see, she got him. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of uh, situations to where, um, you know, she's, uh, she's just a character that people really liked and, you know, sure. You know, there's no doubt that her character was written at times in a way that made you wonder why is she acting like this? And then, of course, you hear about all the situations behind the scenes as to why, you know, she was portrayed this way or why she acted this way or why she did that and why this scene was drawn like that with her doing this. And it just really, I think, honestly, it just really rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way, you know, because or made him conflicted about, you know, should I like this character? Should I not? But finally, when, you know, you have someone like Ian Flynn and, you know, someone like an Ian Flynn and by a way, you know, by extension, Ken Penders uh, before him and then even people like Ivan Stanley and all them stepping in and cleaning up what was pretty much a mess with her character at times. Um, you know, people's started to kind of get behind her and be like, hey, you know, I, I like this character. I really do. I really like this character. And I think mostly, whether we like to admit it or not, when the soft retcon occurred and, you know, she became the way she was there, you know, whether we liked the design or we didn't, feeling it was too segified or whatever, um, people liked her a lot more because she was more active on the field. And we saw signs of that even, you know, before the soft retcon, even before her robotization, which a lot of people, even myself, feel was kind of an unnecessary plot point that they did and went for far too long than it should. You know, so, um, so yeah, you know, just a lot of factors going in. And another thing, again, that obvious, and another thing about Sally that obviously got fans to like her is they could relate to her. They could re- they will not relate to her, but they could see that she wasn't a princess that wanted to be treated just because she wasn't wanted to be treated as royalty. She just wanted to be treated as one of the people. And that's it. You know, Mega Beatman did a review of what was it, Sonic issue 62 or 64 or something. And the backup story was with Sally doing have enjoying a day off where she was skydiving and doing stuff like that. Uh, with the likes of Hershey and Loop, and and it was just, you know, when you see her character portrayed that way in the stories, depending on who wrote writes them, that's where fans get behind her because they see a character that doesn't look down upon her people, but she'd rather be treated as equal as her people. And this, and and, and what's funny is, and what's ironic as well is, Dumbsville—that's the YouTube name of the channel, the YouTube 
uh, name for the channel, Dumbsville. Um, he did a response video to one of his subscribers, and basically, basically the 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 subject of the video was, did Amy Rose replace Sally in IDW? Was Amy Rose given Sally's personality? And I'm one of those fans that honestly, when I would look at the comic and see how it is, I'd be like. Okay, yeah, I could probably see maybe where people are coming from with Amy acting like Sally in some cases. But I also would notice how, you know, characters like Tangle uh, were designed kind of similar to a Sally and kind of see maybe that, all right, maybe Tangle's not Sally entirely and maybe Whisper's not Bunny entirely. But you can kind of see that perhaps there's a little bit of a dynamic that that's who they're supposed to be. Like, they those that's who they're supposed to represent. Like they're supposed to be the Sally and the Bunny of the group of the comics. And you know, fans obviously weren't too thrilled about that. I mean, fans have gone to I'm not gonna deny it, you know, fans have gone on to to like Tangle, they've gone on to like Whisper, but you know, it, to them, you know, as great as these characters are, they're not ever going to replace characters like Sally or Bunny or Rhoda or Antoine or Dulce or Loop or any of them. And what's even crazier is when Dumbsville did the uh, response video, you know, it was not just a, a video about, okay, did Amy Rose become the Sally of IDW Sonic, but was Sally a Mary Sue? And Dumbsville would counter and saying, no, she never was. She was never portrayed as a Mary Sue, you know, no matter how you look at it. I mean, it's like everything, uh, the original video poster or the original, I think his name was Groovy, Groovy33, would say Dumbsville would, in a way, and I'll say this with all due respect, uh, would correct him on, you know, uh, when it came to whether or not Amy was a Mary Sue or Sally was a Mary Sue because of certain things and all that. And Dumbsville would have to say, uh, no, you're wrong. Did you not, like, read the comics thoroughly? Do you not see... Hey, you know, she's not like that way. Um, anyway, though, yeah, you know, it's, but anyway, though, uh, getting back on topic, um, you know, fans, you know, but like I said, getting back on topic, you know, people like Dumbsville would have to basically correct people like Groovy and say, look, you know, Sally's never like that. This is, you want to know why people like Sally is because she doesn't think of herself as more than who what she is, than less. She doesn't look at, look at herself as being above her people. She doesn't, you know, act, you know, she's not this way or that. You know, she's down to earth. She's relatable. And she's basically someone that if she felt like it, she could just, you know, remove the princess title, which she would like to do it, which she sometimes does in stories and say, hey, don't call me a princess. Don't call me your majesty. I'm just Sally, you know, treat me like I'm one of you. So, well, Wolf, yeah, thank you for the correction uh, there. But yeah, uh, but anyway, like I said, you know, a lot of the traits that Dumbsville would counter in his response video and others have said before is pretty much on point. I mean, Sally is a princess, but she's not treated as one. And depending, like I said, on whoever wrote her character, 
uh, in the early pre-soft retcon issues and, you know, uh, understood that. You know, there were times Ken Penders understood that. There were times that Ian Flynn understood that. You know, and even in the post-reboot or post-soft reboot and all that, you know, she was more relatable and all that. She actually had quirkiness, a little bit of a personality. As a matter of fact, one of the traits they wanted to give her was she doesn't know really how to cook. And we never got to see that. We kind of got a hint of that, but, and I think we kind of got a hint of that um, in one of the issues. Um, I don't know if it was a universe issue or the main comic issues, but we kind of get a hint that, oh, she doesn't really know how to cook. So, okay, you know, that's a quirkiness. That's a comedic effect of hers. Oh, wait a minute. It was a universe book. It was the Spark of Life Nicole origin book. So we kind of got some comedicness. And by adding stuff like, oh, she doesn't really know how to cook well to her personality, it brought her more, it made her more relatable, in my opinion, than I think we've ever seen before. And all this combined with how she was portrayed in the cartoon, most mostly in the cartoon, and how she was portrayed at times in the pre-soft reboot issues and even afterwards, it's why fans love her character. She's relatable. She doesn't think of herself as being better than anybody else. She has, you know, she has her quirkiness. You know, she has, you know, she has faults that you can relate to, maybe even find humor in. And fans, this is why fans get behind her. This is why people like Dumbsville, whether he truly likes her character or not, defend her when it comes to, oh, is she a Mary Sue or is she not? You know, and they point out this is why she's not. Even Matt, Mega Beatman, who did a review, like I said, with that backup story where she was doing some skydiving with Hershey the Cat and Luke the Wolf and Hamilton the Pig. Um, it showed that she didn't doesn't think of herself as being above her people because when a common a commoner sees them you know, land on the ground and invites her and her crew to dinner at his mom's request, she doesn't stand him up and act like, oh, I'm a princess. I don't eat with commoners. No, she accepts it because she can relate to what's going on to them. Going on, she can relate with them as we can, and thus we can relate with her because she has to. She had to live as a common individual throughout the whole storyline of fighting Robotnik slash Eggman. So all these elements and everything, you know, is why fans love her character so much, and why you see something like this whole rally for Sally deal, because to them, if you could take two characters like Tangle and Whisper, who were IDW comic exclusives originally, and put them into these mobile spinoff games, Sonic Dash and Sonic, you know, Forces Speed Battle, you know, as playable characters, then you could do the same. And then, then in their opinion, you can do the same for a character like Sally. You can do the same for a character like Antoine, Rotor, Bunny, Dulcie. You can do the same thing. There's nothing holding you back. If you're willing to let, you know, if your Sega is willing to let Whisper and Tangle be incorporated into the games, even if the spin-off mobile games, then why not do the same for Sally and those characters that came before them, and that many fans feel are more deserving, and have been deserving for a long time, even before, even before IDW came into the picture, long, you know, a couple of years ago. You know, I'm just saying. I think fans 
I think honestly, fans, I think that's why fans are behind uh, these characters getting a chance to be put into the games because, especially Sally, because they could see a character that, you know, could automatically, in their opinion, fit into the games. You know, even if you want to use the, uh, what is it, the um, post-soft rebooted version of her, you know, they see a character that can play, can be very playable in the games, even by, you know, with, you know, with her ability now with the ring wit, with the ring wrist, you know, she could, you know, use them as blades and all that. That's a, that's a playable trait for a character. That's a trait in a playable character. People, oh, ability that fans would love to see, you know, love to have in a playable character, especially in a Sonic game. Like I said, you know, that's a playable trait they would like to see in a game. And honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't blame them. I don't, I don't. But, you know, this is why the Rally for Sally thing has started. Because if you're taking two exclusive characters like Tangle and Whisper from IDW, from the IDW Sonic comic, and incorporating them into the games, if you will, then to a lot of fans, there's no stopping you from finally doing it for Sally or for Rotor or for Antoine, you know, or maybe even if they want to go as far, Sonya and Manic from Sonic Underground. You know, there's, there's nothing, you know, stopping them from letting that happen because, or making that happen because if they're willing to do this, then why not go, go in that direction as well? And that's why I think the whole rally for hashtag rally for Sally came to be, in my opinion. I mean, do I think it's going to succeed? I think if it gets enough more, if it gets a lot more people behind it, behind it, and if there is a petition for it to happen, you know, gets enough signatures to send to Sega on both ends of the spectrum, then yeah, I think it could. Because I think a lot of fans, have, a lot of fans, longtime fans and all that, they have an argument. You know, they have an argument right now. And that is, you know, that, hey, if you're, that if you're willing to let Tango and Whisper, these two IDW exclusive char- comic book exclusive characters of the IDW Sonic comic into a game, if it, even if it's a mobile spinoff, then why can't you let these characters, you know, that came before them, that are more than willing or more deserving or just as, if not more so, uh, than Whisper and Tangle? You know, I'm just saying. You know, there are, you know, there are folks that, that believe that. There are folks that are probably going to feel that way. And if the petition gets enough signatures, if there is a petition to go along to go with this hashtag, here on social media uh, to make this happen, then you know uh, again, like I said, obviously they have a they have a case on their hands. You know they they have a case on their hands, an argument, if you will, 
that, hey, if you allow these characters in, it's only fair that you allow those characters that came before them in. So, um, so obviously, you know, it's a, as I say at times, it's a wait and see game. But yeah, you know, rally, you know, hashtag rally for Sally is, it's a real thing. You know, you go on Twitter, you type in Ral and or rally, and then one of the first things you'll see is that rally for Sally. You know, you go to Facebook, you'll see the same thing. You go to Google and, or Bing and you type it in the search bar and you'll see, you'll see, you know, results of it as well. You know, and the thing is, you know, and the thing is a lot of fans are probably hoping that, you know, this, and like I said, what I'm trying to say is a lot of fans feel, you know, that whisper and Tango being involved now or being now integrated into the games, even through mobile games, that it opens the door for, you know, you know, characters like Sally and, and Bunny and Antoine and Rotor to, and Dulcie to probably finally get a chance to get in the games as well. And especially if you want to use the new post soft reboot versions as play as the playable characters, then that's good too. I mean, heck, you throw in Nicole as well. So Bunny, Sally, Nicole, Rotor, Antoine, Dulcie, throw them in there. They have abilities that would work as playable characters in a game like Sonic Dash, like a game like Sonic Forces Speed Battle. And you're you're off to the and. You know, just have to, and then you'd be, and then you're just off to the races, in my opinion, because I, because I can say this, you know, even though there's a lot of fans that are glad Tangle and Whisper have gotten this opportunity, there'll be a lot more fans that'll be even more ecstatic if they do decide, if Sega does decide, okay, we hear you, we see the hashtag, we hear you, we're going to give you what you ask, and they go and they put Sally in there. They go and they put Nicole in there. They go and put Antoine in there, Rotor in there, Bunny in there, Dulcie in there. You know, fans will be more than ecstatic than they are. They'll be more happy and ecstatic than they are now if that happens. And I guarantee you, the units, the mobile units, the downloadable, you know, units, uh, purchases, money, if you will, the Sega is getting now with Tangle and Whisper being involved. And fans playing the games now because of just, not just be playing the games now more because of that. Only imagine if they can only imagine. I think any fans watching this would agree that Sega can only imagine the outcry, the you know the um, I don't know the money they could make if they go and do the ha- and fall through and follow, you know, and listen to the fans with the hashtags for Sa- hashtag rally for Sally uh, campaign and put her in the games as well, along with, like I said, Bunny, Antoine, Nicole, Roller, Dulcie. They they know that they would make a lot more money than, than I think they even can think of, than they're making now. I mean, again, and, and again, going back to another video I talked about, you know, a lot of fans have drawn have drawn movie versions, you know, either they've drawn over the movie version of Sonic with CGI, with the CGI Adobe's or whatever, the creative software, or they've drawn a or they've drawn it themselves that you can see on DeviantArt, 
this is why a lot of fans are hoping that with the sequel of to the Sonic movie, that we get maybe even if it's in that maybe if it's towards at the end with end credits, as I've mentioned before. This is why they're hoping we could get Sally in the game, uh, in the movies as well. Because as I've mentioned before, you know, fans would love nothing more than to see maybe in the end credits, just like with Tails when he showed up uh, during the mid-credits scenes, I think. They would love nothing more than to see during the mid-credits or maybe the end credits, Tails talking to somebody, showing, and then having Sonic coming into the picture and raving to the person or waving to that individual, and that individual waving back, and Sonic says, see you soon, and if he doesn't say a name, and then that individual says, see you soon as well, and you hear a female voice, you're thinking, who, who is that? And then all of a sudden, you see maybe out of the shadows, you see the eyes, and maybe a little bit of the silhouette of Sally. The roof on that cinema, the roof on those theaters will go off the roof with excitement, because fans will be applauding and everything because oh my god see she is she's making her debut oh heck if you hear sonic even mention the word hey see you soon sal he says that word and then we're immediately followed up and then immediately it's followed up with us seeing her eyes and her stepping out of the shadows we're seeing her eyes and a little bit of what she looks like along with the silhouette again the roof would blow off the point is Sally is such a popular character, an important character in the Sonic franchise, no matter how you feel about her, that when you have fans, when you have fans doing a hashtag for her on social media, you know, whether asking Sega, asking fans to get behind the petition, get behind the idea to get her in the games, because now you've seen Tangle the lemur and whisper the wolf, you know, being involved, integrated into the games now as well. That's saying that, that that's a true testament to her longevity and her popularity as a character. And not just that, not just that, but, you know, again, this goes, it can, again, this, you know, ties into what I just said about fans wanting to see her in the sequel. You already have fans drawing movie versions of what she would look like, even integrating what she would look what she would have looked like in the first movie, you know, over the Sonic design, because they want to see her. And like I said, if we see any appearance of her by any chance at the end of the movie, at the end of the end credits, or in the middle of the credits, and we hear Sonic say her name or say, hey, I'll see you soon and then you hear a voice that sounds very similar to Katsushi, and then all of a sudden, you see the you see her eyes disappear. Here, like they have a little ray of sunshine show up, and or like you have this like little ray of sunshine showing in a certain part of the screen, and you see her eyes disappear, and you see like the silhouette of what she looks like when she steps out of the shadows, or he says her name, as I he says he says his name, and he, or Sonic says her name and says, hey, I'll see you soon, you know, again, the roof would blow off that theater. The roof would blow off the place. There's there's no denying that. And I think everybody at Paramount, Sega, they know that. And I think there are those at Sega that know as well 
that what they've done by integrating Tangle and Whisper into um, the Sonic games now, even if the mobile, is they've opened the doors, the floodgates, to, for fans to want to see other characters that are comic exclusive jump in as well. And those characters, they know, all, they'll, and the only other comic exclusive characters they know, you know, came before Tangle and Whisper. And those will be, and those are, you know, Sally, Rotor, Nicole, Antoine, on Bunny, Dulcie. They know fans will want to see them in the game games now. If if they're putting now more than ever, especially if they're putting these characters in there, and that's a fact. That's a fact. And I don't, I don't think Sega can um, deny that. I don't think they can deny that whatsoever. And it's just my dog, she's sneezing a little bit. She's all right. Uh, but like I said, I don't think Sega can deny that. I don't think the people behind Sonic Dash and Sonic Forces Speed Battle can deny that either. And you can't tell me they're not seeing the hashtag Rally for Sally grow um, on social media as we speak. You can't tell me they don't see that because they do. They do see that. I mean, I can, it, it, now, here's the thing. I can understand if maybe it's a deal, maybe if there was a deal made between both sides that when the time was right, they could put them in the games. I can understand that, but still, even if, that, even if that's the case, fans would be like, look, deal or not, if you're willing to do this, why can't you do it with these characters? And... You know, again, they would have a, a strong case on their hands. You know, they would have a strong case on their hands. You know, no matter, no matter how people, you know, you know, no matter what, like I said, no matter what the situation, they would have a strong case on their hands. Hands and as well as a strong argument. So, do I see? Do I see the whole hashtag rally for Sally being a success? As I say in a lot of my videos, it's a wait and see game. Um, but I, I think, I think honestly, if there's a if there's a petition and there's probably and there probably is a petition, I think there is. I think I signed it. But if there's a petition, which I think there is, because I, like I said, I think I signed it, uh, to get her in the games, if it reaches its end goal of saying, hey, you know, we have enough signatures here now to where we can send this to Sega on both ends of the spectrum, Sega of Japan and Sega of America, to get this done. And Sega's like, okay, you know, we see what you're saying. We hear what you're, we hear what you're saying. We and Sega, maybe who's ever in charge and has the final say, says like, okay, we hear we hear what you're saying. We see we read what you had to say. We saw the signatures. We saw the hashtag. Okay, fine, we'll do it. You know, if it's enough to get them to okay it and say, all right, fine, you do. You have a good valid point. Fine, we'll do it. And I'd say, well, congratulations. I'd say, congrats for making it happen. 
But if they don't and they come out and say, yeah, well, the reason we did this is because it was a deal between both sides, that eventually Tangle and Whisper would be in the games in some capacity, then, again, who knows? Maybe they still might listen and say, you know what? You know, as a as a sh- as a show of gratitude and a show of you know your longtime faith and and um, whatever that um then maybe they might just say, yeah, you know, okay. You know, you know, we'll we'll give you a constellation. Like maybe we'll put in a, a trophy that has Sally's image in it. Who knows? Something like that. But again, like I said, it's a it's a wait and see game. That's how I look at it. It's a it's a wait and see game. On Both ends of both ends of the spectrum, but who knows? Who knows uh, what what's going to happen? But um, like I said, I think all they did, honestly, when um, they made this announcement, was they opened the floodgates. In my opinion, that's all they did. They opened the floodgates. Is what they did. Um, because whether or not this was a, a deal that was made uh, when IDW first came to be, uh, first came first acquired the comic book license for Sonic um, a couple years ago, this, if this was a deal made then, and this is why they're in there, then okay, fine. Uh, then okay, fine. Then that's understandable. But again, still, deal or not, what they've done is they've opened... Uh, the floodgates, and I don't think they realize, you know, what, you know, what they've, you know, what they've done until, until now, or at least until it's too late, because honestly, now a lot of fans, especially that are doing this hashtag deal, they're like, you know, they're looking at the fact that, yeah, you know, we have an argument on our case, argument on our hands now. We have an argument on our hands now that states that if you're willing to do this, then maybe it's time you did it for these other characters that came before them that were in the comics before them as well. You know, it's a possibility. It's a possibility, but yeah. But yeah, anyway, to, to make this short and sweet, um, uh, to bring this to a close because it is late um, Rally for Sally is a thing uh, it's up right now it's hashtag Rally for Sally on Twitter and on social media and uh, honestly like I said it's a wait and see game but being a long time fan I would love to see I would like to see the goal I, I, I would like to see this goal reached I would like to see the hashtag Rally for Sally succeed and i would like to see the result the end result of it being her and maybe even future freedom fighter characters integrated into the games i would love to see that 
And I know um, I'm not the only one watching. And I know I'm not the only one that's watching right now that, oh, I know I'm not the only one on, um, and I, cause I know the, those, what I'm trying to say, like I said, it's late right now. Um, I know there are those out there that are watching that would love to see it as well. They would love to see her character along with the other Phoenix Fighter characters involved in the game as well, games in, as well in the future. And not just do hacks or anything like that. You know, not just do the bonus stages in classic games like Sonic Spinball or, you know, the because again, the closest they've ever gotten was the prototype that's online about the game that was based on Sonic Stadium. And obviously looked good. It was by the same people that did Comic Zone and it fell through because obviously it was more platform based, more side scroller platform based than in a traditional Sonic game, and I think that's what that's what uh, Yuji Nagata, I think that's who it was, I'm not really sure, but that's basically the head of Sonic Team, or the head of Sega, didn't like about it, because it wasn't a traditional Sonic game. And, you know, it's understandable, and I guess that's kind of understandable, but still, can you imagine the success, how successful that game would have been if it would have gotten a full treatment to be at least given a chance? I think it would have been a success, especially if it was going to maybe be one of the titles for the so main titles for Sonic CD. Just saying. And then, of course, you got to remember they also had another chance with Sonic Mars, Mars, which became Sonic 3D Blast. And again, I think the reason being is because I don't, I don't know. Maybe because it was still going to be side scroller or or platform-based, or something that was going to make it non-traditional. Maybe the game, maybe the Freedom Fighter characters were going to be playable along with Sonic. Who knows? But that fell through, unfortunately. And then, and now the only thing that, and the only closest time we have them in the games is doing the, is the bonus features for Sonic Mega Collection Plus. When you go in there, in the bonus section of that, you get the comic book, you get the covers, all the comic books up to date at that time by Archie Comics. So that's the closest we really actually have ever had them. I mean, they even focus, they even, not just the main books, but they even have sections in the bonus features for the Knuckles books, the Knuckle miniseries, the Tails miniseries, and the Sally miniseries. So still, you know, I, I don't get it. I just, I don't really get it. You know, I just, I don't understand, you know, how you could get, how the, I, I just don't understand how the closest we get is through bonus features. You know, but thankfully now you have fans that use things like Muggin or Majudgeon, Muggin or Majudgeon, or Majudgeon, that creative fighter uh, video game or system or software, the Mudgeon system you know we have people that have stuff like that that allow them to create or put the characters in game fighting game sessions in game if they in game in a gaming world even if it's a fighting game and then you have people that do hacks slash mods that allow them to put in characters like sally or even bunny 
into the worlds of Sonic 1 and 2, the original Genesis games, and show us that, you know what? You don't have to change the entire game to integrate them in. Just then, just use the just integrate to put them in there and allow the allow them to have the ability utilize the abilities that they have. And as I said in a review, who showed in a review, that's exactly what happened. It feels like you know characters like Sally and Bunny fit naturally into that world, even if their sprites are hacks and mods. Uh, but anyway, like I said, um, basically with the inclusion of Tangle and, and Whisper into the Sonic Dash and Sonic Forces Speed Battle mobile games, um, like I said, it just opened. I, I think I think the people behind that decision, whether it was part of a deal with IDW or not, I think they should realize, if not have already realized, that they opened the floodgates for for fans wanting to see other comic exclusive characters, Sonic comic exclusive characters involved as well. And mostly, I think they realize that those, what? I got my alarm set. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's what happens when you do a live stream. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure a lot of you understand that. A lot of you know about that probably better than I do. Um, but anyway, like I said, you know, I think they opened the floodgates uh, for this to happen. And, you know, you know, for fans wanting to see other characters from the comic books come in there and be integrated as playable characters. And mostly characters that were involved in the comics way before Whisper and Tangle. So, um, so yeah, you know, so yeah, it's up there on social media, the hashtag Rally for Sally. Um, I say support it because I would love to see it happen. I would love to see the goal become a reality. And I would love to see Sega make the announcement that, yeah, we're going to integrate Sally now into the games. And we're going to integrate Bunny into the games. We're going to integrate Rotor into the games. Dulcie, Nicole, Antoine. You know, I would love to see that announcement made. Because I think, I think honestly, it would be beneficial for Sega in the long run because if they... This is the thing. If they think fans are ecstatic about Tango and Whisper, they'll be even more ecstatic if you put these put characters like Sally and Rotor and Antoine and Nicole and Bunny and Dulcie in there as well, even if it's one by one. They'll be just as ecstatic because you know, they'll be able to finally play officially these characters in the games. And I'm sure if a, the petition which there is one, like I said, because I did sign it. If that gets its signatures, enough signatures, I'm going to be sent to Sega. I guarantee you that they will have an argument on their hands because they can even point out, look, these characters, especially post soft retcon, post 252, 
um, have the ability, have abilities that are, that can be integrated as, but basically have abilities that can be utilized for playable characters. And I think, again, that's an argument that, I think, again, that's part of the argument that's gonna, they could possibly, that would help, probably help them win the case to get these characters in there. And uh, like I said, like I said, maybe, maybe the, maybe the people in charge of both games will see, see the support that this hashtag's getting, see the amount of signatures that the petition got, read the explanation, be like, okay, fine, we get it, we understand, you know, so, okay, we get it, we understand, guess what, we'll give you what you want, here you go, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised if that happens, or if they do have to come out and say, well, look, this was all done because it was part of a deal, but here we'll compensate you with this, and they maybe put in a trophy or some kind of attire that you know belongs to Sally or Rotor or Bunny or Nicole uh, for a character to wear. Okay. Okay, I guess that's good. I guess that's better than nothing. But still, but still, I, this is, but still, in my honest opinion, all they did was open the floodgates when they made this announcement with Tango and Whisper. I think that's all they did, and I think they realized what they did. And now they have to um, they have to deal with it. They have to live with it and live with the fact that fans are going to be demanding, if not petitioning and asking and hashtagging and rallying behind the idea to get characters like Sally into the games officially, in an official capacity, uh, now more, some, more, the, more so than ever. So... Uh, but anyway, though, guys, that's all I'm going to really say on it. I'm going to get ready to lie down now because I do have to work tomorrow, even if it's for about six and a half hours. Um, but let me know what you guys think down below. Thank you all for joining me live. Really appreciate it, especially at this time at night. Uh, comment. Again, thank you for joining me in the live chat. Thank you for watching live. live. And uh, comment down below. Let me know what you guys think of what I had to say. And I am out. God bless. Take care.